From the Capitol in Madison, this is WIS Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelmhofer with WISPolitics.com here with a midday podcast for you, brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined by Alex Moe from WISBusiness.com uh, for a little bit of healthcare news. As we know, Omicron or Omicron or however you say it has been all over the news lately. So, Alex, you're our healthcare expert here. What can you tell us about Omicron? How do you pronounce it exactly, first of all? I think it's Omicron, Adam, although, as you said, it seems to differ from person to person, but I've been going with Omicron. And uh, there's there's been some interesting data and research and developments that have come out as scientists and researchers across the world are doing their best to really figure out how this new variant differs from some of the others, notably the Delta variant, which has been the dominant variant in recent months. So I I covered some remarks recently by Dr. Nazia Safdar. She's the vice chair for research in UW-Madison's Department of Medicine, and she's the medical director of infection control at UW Hospital and Clinics. So in a recent webinar, she kind of outlined some of this latest research, which seems to suggest uh, some differences between some of these other variants. And really important to note, the data that she was drawing on comes from a preprint, which is research that has yet to be peer-reviewed. So because Omicron is so new, it's only been identified a few weeks ago, this data hasn't had time to go through the typical peer review process, but it does seem to represent the um, most up-to-date and relevant information that we have to draw from so far. So what she said was some of that data suggests that Omicron appears to be potentially more transmissible or more contagious even than the Delta variant, which is obviously reason for concern. But on the flip side, there is some evidence to suggest that Omicron may be no more severe or even potentially less severe than the Delta variant, which would be a a good thing, of course. But she made a really strong point to note that even if Omicron is, is substantially less severe in terms of the disease that it causes in people that are infected, if it's much, much, much more transmissible and a lot more patients show up with even less severe symptoms, it could still overwhelm an already stressed hospital system. So health officials and hospital officials have been saying for weeks how they're near the breaking point with low low numbers on staffing, and that has really restricted their, that's limited their capacity given the number of COVID patients. So it'll be something to watch with how Omicron continues to spread and develop in Wisconsin. It's certainly already somewhat widespread here, although we don't quite know the scope yet, given the lag in time with sequencing the cases that are identified here in the state. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that going forward. And we'll have some new reporting on the latest with Omicron early in the new year. And uh, that's basically the latest we have on that. But Adam, why don't you bring us up to date? What's the latest news at the Capitol? Yeah, Alex. Um, So the latest news at the Capitol happens to be the Democratic Caucus elections for leadership. So as we know, uh, or as many of you may know, uh, Minority Leader Gordon Hintz is stepping down next month in January from his leadership position. He's still going to serve out his term as an assembly lawmaker, but he's no longer going to be the minority leader. And recently, uh, the Dems 
in the assembly had an election uh, amongst their own caucus where they chose Representative Greta Neubauer of Racine. She's going to be the next minority leader. So Neubauer actually ran unopposed after a few potential candidates announced that they weren't actually going to seek the top position of the minority caucus. Neubauer's assistant minority leader is going to be Representative Callan Haywood of Milwaukee. So a few Democrats expressed quite a bit of interest in the assistant minority leader position. Those were Representative Jimmy Anderson of Fitchburg, Sheila Stubbs of Madison, and Jody Emerson of Eau Claire, as well as Supreme Moore Omukunde of Milwaukee. However, only Moore Omukunde and Emerson appeared on the ballot, and they were beaten out by Haywood. So Callan Haywood, he's going to be the next assistant minority leader. Uh, the interesting thing about Neubauer's position as minority leader, the top of the Democratic caucus in the assembly, uh, she's actually going to be the youngest person to lead a legislative caucus in either house of the Wisconsin legislature since 1943. And that's according to the Legislative Reference Bureau. So that's quite a long time. Uh, back in 1943, Republican State Senator John Burns was elected, and he was 29 years old at the time. So Neubauer, only one year older than him. So that's what we're looking at here. Wow, definitely some younger leadership for Democrats in Wisconsin. Very interesting. And I heard one of the Dem candidates delivered a pretty emotional speech to his colleagues. Can you explain what that was all about? Yeah, uh, that was uh, Representative Jimmy Anderson. So as we know, as I, as I just said, he, he expressed interest for the assistant minority position. However, when he was making calls amongst the caucus to gauge support uh, you know, amongst his colleagues for that position, he said a lot of them expressed concerns about his ability to actually lead in that leadership position with his disability. Uh, Anderson is in a wheelchair after he was paralyzed in a car crash. Um, and he said in his speech that some members broke his heart as uh, he made calls to them because they they basically were worried about how the job might impact his health. Um, even though he told his his colleagues that his disabilities, um, you know, wouldn't really affect that. He can still get around, he can still do his job, and he can still lead the caucus. Um, and in response to that, Alex, Neubauer said there's a lot of healing that needs to go on in the Democratic caucus before they move on. She said, quote, we need to take his comments to heart and we need to work to do better as a caucus. Um, so basically, she's you know, upset that the caucus uh, expressed those arguably ableist comments against Anderson. And, you know, they need to work them out and figure out how they can work together and heal the caucus to move forward to, you know, really fight against Republicans, because she said that's that's going to be the top priority for the extremely young Democratic caucus. And Neubauer said that the biggest challenge for Assembly Dems is going to be the continued attack on, quote, the foundations of our democracy by conservatives. And she said that the Democratic caucus is going to be the front line and push back against that conservative push. I see. OK, well, thanks for that update, Adam. That uh, brings us up to speed here nearing the end of the year. And I appreciate you having me on the last midday podcast of 2021. Yeah, Alex, I hope you have a happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Whatever other festivities you celebrate. Um, you as well. And <laughs> And to all of our listeners, you'll get to hear our terrible voices in a few weeks when we're back from break. <laughs> but for now, 
I'm Adam Kelnhofer with WISPolitics.com. Thanks for tuning in. This has been WISPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit WISPolitics.com.